All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted One-on-One and uh, uh, special guest today. And I think I say that every time, but uh, I mean it every time. So um, good friend, and uh, we'll probably talk about how far we go back, but uh, let me introduce you to Mark Callahan and I'll actually uh, kick it over to him and let him introduce himself and, and uh, we'll get going. Yeah. Hey, Eric. So first, thanks for having me on uh, Unscripted. I know this has been a passion of your life for as long as I probably have known you that you've always wanted to do things like this. So, you know, congratulations on that. I've watched the, the series so far. I think it's been informative and fun and it's good to see you doing what you want to do. It's always great when somebody follows a passion and, you know, has fun doing it. You know, that's what makes life exciting and fun. So, um, yeah, uh, Mark Callahan, as you said, known you for many years. Um, God keeps intertwining our lives with work and outside of work and all those great things. Um, yeah, father of four, so we're, we're in this together as well. You know, we have teenagers. Uh, I got 16, 14, 12, and seven. So boy, girl, boy, girl. So father of four, always interested. I managed to shoot them out of the house for a little while, otherwise they would have been really unscripted. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so they just had one request is for me to wear the shirt that they bought me many years ago. So I don't know if you can see it well, but. Yeah, uh, great shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously, um, CEO, CFO, main instructor, and all those things of J5 that we have there at uh, the Bo Jackson Center there, where we run a self-defense and fitness program. Uh, the program is based on martial arts and mixed martial arts for fitness and for self-defense. So there's a couple of different programs that we have going on there that allow people to jump in as deep as they want to or as shallow as they want to and find a new way to work out. So, yep. Very cool. And um, so just to go back, uh, one of the things that you said, we uh, we used to, I think, you, is there three three places that we've worked in the same place at some point? Um, I can't remember. It's two or three, but uh, yeah. I haven't worked that many places. But uh, I think it's three. I, I know for sure it's three. It might be four. Um, yeah. uh, we've known each other. I was trying to think about it before this started. Uh, we have known each other probably close to 20 years, which is amazing. Yep. Um, Mark's been a friend to our family. His family's a friend of our families. And uh, uh, he actually babysat one night when we had our second child. Uh, right. uh, we ran off to the hospital to uh, my wife actually to give birth. I just got to be there to support. But um, uh, Mark Mark stayed with uh, with our oldest at this point uh, to babysit for us. So we, we go way back and um, it's been exciting to see his growth as well. And, uh, and especially, you know, I'll echo what you just said, that passion that you're following uh, for this that, that you've created. So before we, so what is, um, you mentioned J5. So let's start with the name. What's, what is J5 Fitness? Why did you call it that? Sure, sure. First, I'm going to jump back one thing though. So how tall is Austin now? He's probably 6'4". <laughs> I think that, that, that night, uh, he was probably about that high on it was just a little fella. So yeah. I remember that night. So it's really, uh, you know, they say that days drag by and the years fly by. And I think that's very true. And when you step back and see, you know, like Austin, and you just go, wow. You know, you just remember this little kid. And now he's the big grown guy heading out, you know, on his own path and his own venture. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, so the J5, um, it really kind of came to me in many different ways, but J5 just stands for just five, 
or just five minutes. Um, at the time when I was kind of putting together what I wanted to do, kind of taking my passion of, of martial arts and traditional martial arts, putting it for self-defense and then a fitness program, um, you know, I was just thinking about, about names and, and things like that. It just came that, you know, I was watching the news one night and five minutes is about how long the national average was. I say was because today that national average is, I probably have to call it J35 now. <laughs> yeah. But that would be about how long it would take for help to come to you in a situation that you would find yourself uh, on your own and, and needing help and assistance. You're probably going to have to survive for about five minutes. That was the national average then for, for police to respond or for some outside help to help you. Um, so that's where J5 came from. Yeah, and so let's just keep rolling with that. Um, you, you know, started in karate and, and then moved into, uh, as you said, it's a passion. Your whole family is involved, but uh, just keep keep going with J five. And, and so you had, you know, you have that vision of what that is. Um, keep, a, you know, can you just explain what what it is that you do? Sure, sure, absolutely. So. You know, going back as a kid, my dad was in the Air Force for over 25 years. Um, so we traveled many, many countries. And every country that I found myself in, it seemed like my dad, my brother and I, had older brother who, he would put us in that, whatever program was going on in that country. Um, and sometimes we'd end up being, you know, the American kid in the class of, you know, in Okinawa, for example, island off of Japan, we'd probably, we were probably the only American kids in there. So we received a lot of special attention. <laughs> and uh, so we would, you know, whatever program we were in. So I probably had over 35 years now worth of experience in everything from boxing. We did, you know, traditional boxing, karate to to what they call Muay Thai, which, you know, for a lay person that would be like a kickboxing type thing, uh, to most recently Taekwondo, to which all my family are in, multiple black belts in those, um, in those sports. So... You know, I kind of, I remember one day I was just standing there and, you know, not everybody's going to want to walk into a traditional martial arts center and put on a white gi and, you know, put on the white belt and go out there and, and do that thing. Uh, there's many different sides to martial arts. So there is, you know, what they would call in traditional martial arts like forms or katas where you're using certain patterns of moves. Um, you know, the further I got along in that, the more I realized there's so many folks that don't have the advantage of martial arts, such as being able to stretch, the flexibility, you know, just the overall body workout, the different type of conditioning. I just found that there was a large group of people that were just, yeah, that's not for me. I, I don't, I'd love to do that part, but I really don't want to do the, the white uniform and the testing and the belt ranking and all that kind of stuff. So I would hear that quite a lot. And I remember standing I was waiting to, uh, to actually go to a sparring ring with, with one of my fellow guys. And he said, hey, man, wouldn't it be great, you know, if we could just do like, you know, like UFC type training, just the training, just like a boot camp where we could go and, you know, work on ropes and medicine balls and heavy bags and, and all that kind of stuff. But, 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 you know, not the fighting part, just the exercise part. And that just got me worried, man. I was thinking to myself, there were so many people that, don't necessarily like the traditional sports like my kids you know they're not football orientated they're not baseball orientated um basketball orientated but they enjoyed martial arts uh they enjoyed the challenge 
uh, work in their own bodies and then, you know, when they got into competitions and things like that. So I kind of wanted to put a pro together a program where people could take the benefits of long-term martial arts, but not have to do the part that a lot of people didn't want to do at the time, which, you know, I felt was like, you know, the, the testing and the belt ranking and, and even the sparring, not everybody's comfortable going into sparring. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits on the exercise portion of it. So that was one side of the program I wanted to do. And then I wanted to do another side, which was self-defense, um, which is, is different from traditional martial arts. So, and then we did a bully program where we had a lot of children come through, still do, um, prior to COVID-19 where, you know, there were just kids hurting in school from being picked on. And their self-confidence was really low, right? Their self-esteem was really low. They felt like they couldn't do anything. So. You know, I would run them through the program and from week one to, to week four or five, I would just watch these kids. I would see their self-esteem rise up, you know, just from getting in there and gaining the confidence. Not not that they're going to get into a fight. It's not about that. It's about gaining confidence that they can actually do something that they could, didn't think they could do. And it'd be beneficial for their body as well. So, you know, J5 kind of went from that and we had a women's self-defense program and a men's self-defense program and then the kids self-defense program uh prior to COVID so you know it was really gaining a lot of steam um obviously COVID hampered a lot of people um and we've had to adjust and we've had to uh adapt and that's what we're doing we couldn't get hands-on as much as we did before in self-defense so we're kind of working through that as the nation moves through that we're moving with it, you know, we're, we're, we're still working on these programs um, to keep things rolling. So, you know, it's, it's going well. Uh, I enjoy it. I love it. I just love watching people, you know, that confidence they gain from being able to think that, you know, if there's a situation, they might be able to help themselves rather than having to wait on help. So, you know, it's something that, that I, I love about the program. Um, and I'm going to be um, a little bit repetitive, and, and, and it's just for our audience because there's your audio is it sounds at times it's kind of going in and out a little bit. Um, sure. So just to be a little bit repetitive, but but the refresh kind of what you said. Um, there's a lot of different elements to what you're doing, and and that's what's been really neat to watch. And I, why I love the the concept of, concept up front was um, I may not want a black belt. I don't want to do the the white you know uniform. I don't want to go to a um, uh, karate studio and, and do all that, but I sure love that workout. I could use that workout to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that would love the, the fitness aspect of it. So that's kind of one column of of several columns that you have. There's an anti-bullying that you do. There's self-awareness that you do. There's teaching or um, self-defense that you do. And then all of it kind of incorporates in together um, to create what you've created with J5. Um, within our facility, um, Mark had approached us two years ago now? Yes, it's two uh, years. Two years. So we have a 45-foot steel tower that has no walls on it. It's just a, a climbing tower, so it's got climbing elements on it. And uh, the first floor was empty, and Mark had approached us about, you know, wanting some space. And we're a very turf-based facility, so there really wasn't anywhere to go. And then we all kind of looked up at this space on that that uh, climbing tower, which created a whole other element of fear for some people getting, you know, even 25 feet off the ground. Uh, steel structure, it feels like it's moving, but it's not going anywhere. But um, so we created a studio with Mark's help uh, for his, for J5. And 
it's been amazing to watch the evolution. And so one one of the things that you had touched on as well was um, from your perch, I guess we would call it, um, on that tower, you have at, you have visual to the um, uh, the sports performance area that we have, as well as the um, batting cages and where where they do private instruction. And I know one of the things you said right up front was you were you were watching hitting instruction and noticed that the pivot at the waist and that core movement is the same. Yep. And then you looked over in the sports performance area and they were teaching core movement, strengthening yeah. your core. The very things that, that, so that was just three elements that all of a sudden it was like, we can really have some synergy here. And, uh, and can, you know, can you talk about that? What you've realized just being there and how that fits the whole athlete, not just people that want to come in and, and, you know, punch the bobs in the bags. What, what, uh, what other elements have you noticed from your vantage point where you were? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, first of all, I'm scared of heights. So, you know, when you, everybody walked in, that was like the last place I thought I'd end up. But that, that's great. It's, uh, it does add, add a little element of fear. We do have some folks that are nervous of heights that have overcome that. Just, yeah. it's repetitive coming up the stairs, right? Working out, we get over that. Um, but yeah, back going to, to watching all the athletes and what they do, you know, the softball and the baseball guys, you know, there's a lot of activity and there's rotation. There's moving the shoulders forward to gain that power hit. And it's not a lot different than, you know, some of the things that I'm teaching when it comes to, you know, doing basic striking for defense, you know. Um, so I've had softball players, soccer players, I still have softball players that have come up and, and they've said, wow, these workouts really have benefited me in a different way. You know, it's not to replace anything, it's just in a different way. Um, one of the things I like to focus on, um, you know, is is cardio endurance. Not just endurance, not just cardio, but cardio endurance. Taking that cardio part rate up to a high level and keeping it there for a, for a period of time. Because, you know, that benefits us, obviously, the overall cardio health, but it really benefits you um, in a self-defense aspect. Something happens to you, the first thing that happens is your heart rate just shoots up. You know, that's just natural fear. Uh, it helps with that. And so I've had, and you remember, I mean, we had professional NFL, ex-NFL players come up there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they've come to work out and just a few minutes into it, they're like, wow, this is, this is more cardio than I ever thought it would be. Um, and that's great. You know, it just adds a different element and helps them to, um, to get better at their sports because it's still pivoting, it's still talking about rotation in the hips and gaining power. So yeah, there's a lot of crossover I noticed, which I didn't didn't think about, you know, until I stood up there and looked down on the field and watched, you know, the baseball players and the softball players, how the coaches are talking about moving those hips, you know, then they'll come up here and do, do the same thing with me at J5. So, you know, I think it's just a supplement, right? Um, one thing that, that I had where it was parents were saying, man, you know, my kid's kind of getting a little burned out on baseball or a little right. burned out on basketball. Um, and so we, we take them up there and we run through that program and we'll work on these things and they're not losing the things that they've already gained in baseball, but maybe they're just taking a short break from it and doing something different. Uh, I have one, one late girl that particular, I mean, She's a very quick learner. She was a really good softball player in Wilbury. Um, and I can just, you can just tell in her movements from, from the softball how natural that is to move into to a program like J5. So, yeah, there's definitely benefits there. And that's, that's definitely worth it. 
And I, I was on with uh, Dave Richardson earlier this week, and, and he was talking about being a strength coach of multiple different sports. And he said, you know, that, and I, I'm going to ruin the quote, but I'm pretty sure it was strength is good for any sport. Um, you know, it doesn't matter because they're all different in terms of what they need to strengthen. But, um, you know, that core strength is great for every sport. And I, I would say that we have noticed, too, that um, you connected really well with I know we used to run some of our uh, teams through and with you, especially the, the, the softball teams that we have, the younger softball teams, and they would come through and, and just spend some time with you. And you didn't just talk about punching a bob or, you know, self-defense. You talked about online awareness. Um, there was a lot of things that you covered that a lot of those girls ended up signing up and coming back on their own individually with you because, as you said, that that's not an element that they get too often coming to practice every day and, and it really you know the coach isn't going to be somebody that's going to sit now some of them do I, I in fairness uh maybe there's time for coaches to pour into them that way but um you gave an element of of needed message to a lot of the those young ladies and and they enjoyed coming so much that a lot of them signed up you know on their own isn't that true yeah absolutely the, that was the programs when we ran particularly the softball girls through there were some who were you know, getting ready to head off to college in the next year or two. And, you know, just some of the things that they're going to be offered, they're going to gain this freedom and they're going to, you know, kind of have to look at the world completely different, right? So I don't, self-defense, you know, a good self-defense program is not all about just striking and hitting, right? That's a very small part. If I'm in a self-defense situation where I'm striking and hitting and having a fight, there's probably a whole lot of elements that I didn't learn or I, or I wasn't aware of prior to keeping me out um, you know I always say good self-defense is, is you never know you know you never knew you had to use it you walked away you you avoided that situation um, self-defense and, uh, is kind of being a self-defense coach is a little different right so a baseball coach teaches their player to get better and they can see that in the game right I teach people I hope they never use what I am yeah. it's completely different um, so we do a large portion of, of our talks, even in the adult, um, you know, there's consequences for self-defense, both legally and morally, right? Um, we all have different, you know, thought patterns of what we would do and what we wouldn't do. Um, and so we talk through those things because that's a huge portion of it. You know, it's not, uh, it's not something that you just go learn and hit a few bags and say, okay, I'm good, I can defend myself. You know, especially in today's world, you know, uh, violence is definitely on the rise, you know, to avoid those situations. And then how do you handle those situations? How do you de-escalate them? How do you get yourself out of them? And, 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 you know, how do we put our pride aside and our ego aside to walk away, you know, and, and to avoid those situations? I mean, using self-defense in a physical aspect is always the last resort, you know, and it's not the end resort because there's always consequences afterwards that you're dealing with. But with the, with the girls in particular heading off to college, uh, one of the things that we did, which I thought was really unique and fun, um, I had uh, what they call drunk goggles, right? So they're the goggles, you've seen them probably, police departments have them, and they'll usually put them when they're doing like a day show, and you put them on and the vision's blurred, right? So, so we talked about, you know, uh, drinking and how that's going to affect your, your ability to to see the world around you. And one of the things we did was we had two lines of girls and uh, we put the drunk holes on, we spun them to disorientate them, and then we asked them to do some of the simple things they would have to do to defend themselves. And then we had them take the black goggles off and do it again. 
and just that you know the difference between the two how vast that was there's several of the girls i heard talking you know about man you know that's really opening our eyes to, to what's coming because you know a couple of drinks down the line and you know before you know it you're in a bad situation so we do a lot of things like that um with, with the kids and with the softball girls in particular that was just a really neat fun time to have those guys go through through that because we, we just talked a lot more about you know just hitting and punching it was a lot more about avoiding situations and and what to look out for and signs and precursors of trouble and things like that. So, and that's something that we carried on into the adult program and also into the junior, like the anti-bully program, you know. So, yeah, it was great. Good, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And you have had, um, just to re- recap too, you've had success with a lot of different groups. So church groups, women, ladies groups from church, uh, real estate agents. Uh, there's some there's certain um, jobs that put themselves in harm's way not that we would think of not like a policeman fireman ambulance um, you know but a, a real estate agent can can be in a bad place um, pretty quickly and so I know you've worked with some groups like that so those those are all places that you've you've had that success and found that um, they want to prepare themselves, as you said. Hopefully, it's almost like insurance. You don't hope you ever use it, but you certainly okay. need it. And in right. today's world, that's real, real important, as you said, and becoming more important by the day and minute almost. Um, right. But I. So the other thing before we, because I know we had a, a hard stop at the end. Um, what? Where can people find you? Where can they just contact you if 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 they've heard something here that says, I, you know, let me just ask him some questions and you know pricing and all those other kind of things. Where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you know me, I'm not a huge IT guy. So Facebook, I know that's for old people now, apparently is what I'm told. But, <laughs> you know, J5 Self-Defense Facebook page. Um, obviously, Bo Jackson's uh, web page and or Facebook page is probably the best ways to, to reach me. And then, you know, you can post my phone number afterwards if people are interested. I'm kind of old school and love talking to people rather than, you know, doing it over the internet. But Facebook... J5 Self-Defense and Fitness is probably the most social way to do it. So. And, and I love that, you know, we always talk about, I think you and I've talked about before, there's the ocean liner and there's the jet ski. The ocean liner is the one that has to, you know, for it to turn around, it takes quite a while. The jet ski can be very nimble. And your business is very nimble because, as you said, you're the CEO, CFO, um, the the instructor, the trainer, the cleaner, the whole, the, you, you literally are, are one-man band um, running this business and so you have the opportunity if somebody were to call you and they maybe they have an office uh, they wanted to get people in the office or a church group or a staff or wh- whatever it might be um, you you I know you would work with them and talk through yeah. first of all what are your concerns and what are the various like I've said you have a lot of pillars what which one of those or all of them could we use it's a very holistic approach yeah. to what you do yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of the, the programs that we've been running is, you know, I have everything. I have portable mats. I have portable, you know, everything I can take with me except for those heavy bags, right? I can take things with me if people want to do something for their office, but would rather do it on site. You know, um, we can do that. That's not a problem at all. Problem at all. Um, and you know, you talked about you know the differences too. You know, not everybody that comes in says to me, "Hey, I want to learn some self defense," right? Because it's you're teaching people unfortunately to be and that's what I tell people in the classes you're teaching people when violence faces you you're teaching people to be violent back 
And that's just not, you know, natural nor normal for many, many, many people. Okay. So, so the program is geared. I ask people, what are your goals? What is it you want to do? Well, some people say, I just want to lose weight. Hey, I just want a different type of workout. You know, I'm not really interested in self-defense, but, but I'd like to try getting the bags. You know, and they are learning. You know, they, if, if I teach them how to do certain things, they've already learned physical aspects of self-defense when they said they weren't, you know, really interested in doing that. They've already learned that. Um, and, and I've had people that start out telling me that. And then as they learn, they're like, hey, I want to learn more. Hey, I, I like doing that. I want to gain more, more knowledge in that. So, you know, I'm able to say, what are your goals? What is it you want to do? And work with those people from there. So we have some, you know, I've had some people, unfortunately, that have, found themselves in bad circumstances and want to be able to avoid that in the future. You know, I have some people that uh, just say, hey man, I just, I got to get off the couch. And I, I don't want to go to the gym and pump weights. <laughs> you know, I don't want to go, you know, have a, a cardio trainer. I mean, one of the things that, there's a lot of good self-defense programs out there and it's certainly not to knock any, but I don't put on red gear and come out and start spitting in people's faces in person. You know, that's just not what I do. Um, you know, I've had people that unknowingly were victims of domestic violence. She already knows what it's like to be cursed at. I don't need to do that to her, you know, but we do role play, we do some scenarios, we do things like that, and I'll take the what they're comfortable with because you have to continuously move the bar for people. You can't just take a, you know, a person that is, has no aspect of self-defense and say, okay, I want you to start, you know, thumbing people in the eye. That's just not yeah. practical or realistic, you know? So, so we take them to where they're comfortable, you know, um, and, and we can do it on site, like we were talking about earlier. We can do it with both of them. We've had a lot of success with different groups. Um, yeah, you know, home realtors. I think if my wife ever asked me and said, "Hey, I think I'm going to do that job," you know, I'd be like, "No, I don't think so." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're walking into a house with strange people that you don't know, you know, and, and it's just in today's world. So, so we talked about that, you know, distance in, being aware, not being in the phone, you know, with your head down. And unfortunately, actually, during one of those classes, there was a, uh, I think it was in California, where it hit, you know, uh, low, all the mainstream media, where a realtor, he asked her a question, she put her face down, and he pushed her to the ground and then proceeded to assault her. You know, uh, it was caught on a home camera. Um, and, and it's just... You know, taking that step back, standing in a certain way to make sure you're not off balance. Should somebody try to shove you or put your hands in you? We walk through all of that. And, um, you know, a couple of them have gotten back and said, hey, that really gives me more confidence walking into these situations. Not that you're Chuck Norris or Bruce Lee. Yeah. When I say that to the younger kids, I say, you're not going to become Bruce Lee. They have no idea. Who Bruce no idea. Yeah. So I say, you're not going to become Chuck Norris. They have no idea. Chuck Norris. <laughs> right, right. By the time I get to Jackie Chan, they're kind of figuring out. Maybe. They're not going to become like these martial artists, right? So yeah. um, you're just going to be more aware. Um, and that's part of the program. Again, there is, you know, there's some great traditional martial arts and self-defense programs that work on the ground to strike in. Uh, you know, I just, I take the most basic of the things I've done. And, and teach people that basic kicks, basic strikes, things like that. Because in a high stress situation, you're not gonna remember, you know, these really complicated moves. You're gonna barely remember to cover your face up, you know. So, so we'll do that, and in hopes that that becomes muscle memory. Um, I, I, I remember. So one of the things I always say is, you remember the first day you drove a car, 
you came in, you, you put your buckle on, you made sure it's clipped, you looked at all the mirrors, you checked everything, you were nervous, you went down the street, everything scared you. Now today you get your party to go. You know, you, you do those things, but you don't even think about it, right? It's the same thing with muscle memory for self-defense. If you just come one or two times, 20 years from now, you're gonna take that belt and you know, it's gonna be that process. But if you make it consistent, and that's why I like making it part of a, of a overall fitness program more than just a self-defense thing, is that you're getting fit, you're staying fit, but you're also learning these skills and, and retaining these skills as you go along. And so you'll just do those things, you know, hopefully in a, in a situation. But again, I'm a coach that teaches people stuff that I hope they never use. So, yeah. Um, and one thing I just wanted to quickly mention when you talked about looking out over the fields, I remember looking out over the fields and they were packed. Man. They were packed. You know, we had, I think, football going on in the cages. And I just read a statistic the one in every 10 kids that goes to college will receive some sort of assault, whether it be sexual or physical, one in 10. And I looked out at all these kids that were, you know, doing the sports and in these great programs. And I thought, man, you and you. And you, and it just broke my heart, you know. And so, so for me, if I can give anybody awareness or help to keep them out of those situations in the first place, so we make those not one in ten, but one in twenty, you know, one in thirty, uh, that'd be great. And then, you know, kicking back to bullies, um, you can work with victims of bullies, and you're one on one, right? But if you can stop somebody from becoming a bully in the first place, you've affected twenty or thirty kids probably in that lifetime. So yeah. I kind of looked for that, and I remember specifically we did have somebody that was identified to me as a potential bully. And um, the first week, you know, this girl came in, booty up, didn't talk to anybody, kind of, you know, very unsocial. And I'm telling you, by the time we were done with that program, her hood was down, she was doing stuff, high fiving everybody, walking out of there. You know, I, I've never heard from her since, but I hope that 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 changed her in a way because. One thing I found in martial arts self-defense, you get humbled really quickly if you think you're really tough, right? So, you know, we did some things initially with her, but she realized, hey, you know, it's, it's not nice to be like that. And that changed her her whole demeanor within that program. And I think that was kind of one of my success stories that I think about quite often that if we can just hit the bully rather than the victim, we're going to cover a lot of people. Yeah. And you do a great job as far as... Um just being aware of your why you know you know your why and if anybody's listening to this or watching it then they're gonna they'll hear that passion from you um, I had somebody tell me yesterday or, or I think the day before that they, they've been watching these and, and I'm you know honored that any just one person would watch but they said the thing that I'm seeing is so many people have had a passion they, they found something they're passionate about and uh, this is your passion this is your why um, the two things I want to make sure we get in there too beforehand is um, you typically work with families. You have, you have a whole family groups that come in was one thing I wanted to make sure that, that we stress. Uh, I know you work with a couple of the entire family comes in at one time. And along those lines, one of the post COVID or midst COVID or whatever, wherever we're at now uh, on the curve, um, one of the, the, the actions that you've taken is you have space, even though it's not a massive studio, you still have space and you've got marks on the floor. What are some of the, um, just for anybody that listens and is like, ah, I don't know about people touching stuff and, you know, sure. sweating and what are some of the actions you've taken in terms of uh, COVID? Yeah, so absolutely. That's a great question because, you know, you have to adapt, right? You have to, to, to as the Marines would say, adapt and overcome. You have to adapt and overcome COVID. It's, 
you know, originally it was flat in the curve for a couple of weeks and we're a few months into this. Who knows when this is going to end? So you can't, you know, you have to adapt, you have to change. So one of the things that, that, that we did was divide up the area we had so somebody could come in if they're really uh, conscious and don't want to do that, you know, I'll wear a mask if they want me to wear a mask. They can continue to wear their mask. They can take their mask off. You know, I'll wear gloves if they want me to wear gloves. It's totally fine. We'll keep the distance in if, if that's a concern for them. Um, and they'll have their own space. They'll have their own bag. They'll have their own area. And we can work in that program. Obviously, we disinfect in between every single class, uh, anything that's been used or touched. And then at the end of the night, I disinfect the entire upstairs, you know, whether it's <clears throat> equipment been used or not used. We'll go ahead and disinfect and clean all that. So those are some of the things we're doing then. Obviously, again, what you were alluding to was, you know, I have families that, you know, they're kind of out now, going to the grocery store, getting out and about, but maybe not to the point where they're willing to join, join a large organization. And they've said, hey, can we come in as a family? And we'll, I'll do family groups, you know. Um, I have a family that was attending a traditional martial arts studio that's not reopened and they don't think it's going to reopen. So so I'm working with them on some of the more traditional martial arts so they can keep the skills that they've learned. And they do that as a family. Um, and then the women now come to the women's self-defense as well. So one-on-one, um, -on -one, somebody comes in and says, hey, I, I don't want to work out with all the people. Um, you know, we've had a lot of slotted times where people can come in and work out by themselves with me. And uh, currently right now, we're probably doing more personal training than group training because I'm not ready to open it up to, you know, a maximum of four right now. After that, you know, after COVID, we'll, we'll probably go back into big groups again. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. And, and I, again, I hate to cut our time short. I know <laughs> we had some technical difficulties to start it off, but, uh, but I'm glad we got the information out. And again, J5 Fitness, and I'll echo what you said in case, in case anybody didn't hear it. Um, the Facebook page is probably the best place. And if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I don't know if that's for me, but maybe there's some interest peak, I would recommend going to the Facebook page because you, you post a lot of the video, a lot of the photos of the groups that you have in, some of the activities yeah. that you've done. Um, you, you really you know put that out there for people really on that Facebook page primarily. And that's a yeah. great place to at least get started. And then they can reach out to you and, and find out you know a, a best way to, uh, to move forward. But I love that you found your passion and your lane. And I know it's gonna continue to, uh, to be blessed. And be, so the last thing I want you to tell everybody is what's the verse that's on your banner? Right, right. Uh, well, Romans uh, eighteen twelve is whenever possible, live peaceably amongst all men. So, to the best of our ability. So, again, it comes from a, from a mindset of when you can avoid the trouble, avoid it. Let's be polite with people. Let's put our pride aside. Let's get through the day. Go home to our families at the end of the day. So, yeah, definitely J five um, yeah, Facebook page is the best way to reach me and. First lesson is always free. You know, we can have people come in and just say, you know, this is what I want to do. Can, can you make this happen? And, and, you know, if I can, we'll do that. So, yep, absolutely. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for being on, brother. I yeah. love you. Uh, thanks for always taking care of my family. And, and uh, one of these days, I'm going to get up there. I know I am. I better. I need to uh, to get up there and get, get my workout on, too. But uh, we, we love having you at the facility. And, and uh, more so, I love having you as a brother and a friend. So thanks for being on, man. I appreciate it, man. And yeah, when one of those days you're all stressed out, just put the gloves on, we'll, we'll go on up there. It'll be a very short round. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Mark. All right, man. Thanks. Bye-bye.